You're listening to Dr. Leslie from Dr. Leslie Inspires, where we empower mothers by raising their level of awareness, discussing tough mother-son issues that everyone knows exists, but no one is talking about. Learn more about us by visiting our website at www.drlesleyinspires.com. Now, here's your host, Dr. Leslie. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone, and thank you for uh, listening to the Dr. Leslie Inspires podcast on today, where we empower, inspire, and encourage women who are having challenges with their son and they want some tips. You want to hear uh, some feedback. You want to hear what else is there for you to do. And so that, that's why we're here. That's why we do what we do. Prayerfully, we can say something to uh, inspire you to you know, take your relationship with your son to the next level. So before we get started, we're going to go ahead and start in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, O oh God, for this opportunity to come before you one more time. We pray, Lord, that this meeting would be all of you and none of us and that you would give us an on-time word to say so that a mother can hear and be inspired, encouraged uh, in her relationship with her son. And we just thank you, Lord, that you would give each and every woman at the sound of my voice the peace that surpasses all understanding as she keeps her mind stayed on you. And so we thank you for our guest on today, oh God, and we just pray for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding and we just thank you in advance for what you're going to do on today. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. Amen. So today we have a woman named Candice. And Candice is an auntie. She's the owner of two dogs, Casey and Rue. She's a Savannah State University graduate in interdisciplinary studies. And she is currently working on her master's in um, special uh, education at Liberty University. So she's got some big things popping and she's learning how to be uh, a mama auntie. So without further ado, Tell us a little bit about your journey and where you are right now in this thing called boy. Um, okay. Well, as you said, I am taking care of her nephew, Chase, who is five years old, full of energy, loves to talk. So first, he has really helped me work on my patience. I had a I had a good amount at first already, but he helps me a little bit more. Um, also, I want to start off with this. So I love my nephew. I love both of my nephews, Jason and I love them both. But I personally do not wish to have two boys as soon as I have children. I just don't. Um, Why is that? 
And so I guess through my adult life, so I said I graduated from Savannah State University. I currently live in Savannah State, I'm in Savannah. And while I was, you know, going through school, I was working at different restaurants. And there was, you know, this place I was working for about three years, Applebee's. And I don't know if it's a Savannah thing, and I'm not meaning any disrespect to the people who live in Savannah, the people that are from Savannah, but there was just something about the guys that I worked with that were a little trash, that were a little trash. And I, I, I guess I use that word a little loosely, but yeah. Um, but when you say a little trash, what do you mean? I know what trash is, but uh, <laughs> how does that uh, correlate to guys? <laughs> they were lazy. Um, they played too much. And it, it was really aggravating. It was really aggravating. Um, being, well, when you say, uh, when you say lazy in the workplace, what kind I'm, of jobs I'm, did they have and how what did you what do you define as lazy okay so working as a, a server um i actually did it all serve to go um and i guess when you think about like a van and listen to that word man when you think about one you know you think okay someone let me step in when i see a lady who needs help you know stepping up like not just gonna sit there me, I worked on to go. So I had to bag up orders, take orders outside, take orders over the phone, you know, and it, some of the stuff I would be carrying would be super heavy. And sometimes I'm just running around and I see someone just sitting there. I'm like, no, no, don't get up. I don't need any assistance. Um, as a server, we have to refill our eyes constantly. No, no, and the ice is it's not light. No, no, man with the muscles, don't offer to grab these ice buckets out of my hand. You know, just sit there and watch me work. It's okay. It's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's just certain stuff that you would think that a guy was automatically supposed to, like, you know, how a man would open your door if you were walking. And I know, I know now not everybody. Not everybody does that. Not everyone was raised to do it, but after working so hard and then not seeing any guys step up to help, especially you know with heavy lifting, it's just like I don't I don't get it. What is wrong with you? And then some conversations that would come out of their mouths. Um or some of the responses to certain stuff, when you would tell them, hey, do this, this job, why, or why can't you do, or, cause I'm busy. Like, I don't, why am I going back and forth with you? This is a part of your job, I don't understand. And so it just kind of makes you look at them with disgust. And it's not even just the people that I work with too. Like even some of the guys that would come in there that I had to serve and stuff, it was just kind of like, ah, what is this? Mm -hmm. What what kind of is this a Savannah thing? 
you know, and I might just be saying that because that's where I started branching out and actually meeting other people. But I have never gotten so aggravated in my life <laughs> while having conversations um, than, you know, when I was working and having to talk to other guys. And it was just, it, it, I don't know if you've ever had that feeling, but it's really just like sickening. It's just like, you don't want to be rude, but at the same time, you, you want to tell them about themselves. And what, I've, I've what had would to. you want to say? Like, what would you want to say? If I'm one of those Ooh. guys, let's just say I'm one of those guys that. and I just didn't uh, like ask you, hey, Candace, would you like me to take that ice bucket for you? It looks pretty heavy. I'm doing nothing right now. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Sometimes you just be standing there. I'm like, hey, you know, do you have something else to do? Are you doing something? No, are you going to, are you going to just, and I, I'm pretty sure I've said this before. <laughs> are you going to just stand there and look at me? You know, how about you go get some more ice instead of, you know, sitting there waiting? Okay, person. Um, hold on, I'm sorry. You know, how about you, you know, do something other than just stand there and watch me? And then even, you know, sometimes I might have a whole lot of plates in my hand trying to, you know, plates and drinks. You see me struggling. And I think this is, you know, not even just guys, just as a person, you know, wanting to help out, but as a man, um, you know, step up. And I think another reason why it bothered me so much is, and I'm not saying, you know, I'm all that in a bag of chips, <laughs> but if you call yourself liking me, please at least have the audacity to try a little bit harder, you know? have some respect for me by actually showing me something, if that makes sense, you know? Um, don't just sit here and just talk sweet nothings in my ear, <laughs> you know, actually help me. Um, and one thing I've learned about myself is my love language is, um, what's it called? It's basically when you when you get help when uh you like when, to help you. Yeah. Um when I find the term I will say it. Okay. But yes. Um and it's just like they I've had a guy say something to me like, Oh, um, you know, it's like, oh I have a boyfriend already and oh well can he take you to Jamaica? What in the world do I look like? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. As great as that sounds, that's not what I'm looking for. That's mm -hmm. not what I'm looking for at all. And I don't think that guys think, if that makes sense. I don't think that they really think. I think they just, they're like, oh, um, I'm good looking and I'm, this, this, and that. So that's going to be enough. Yeah. Sorry to and you know, to, they might have used that line before. And so when they say that to you, there's somebody that's going to say, no, I haven't been to Jamaica. Are you going <laughs> to take me? Right. And so yeah. you just kind of showed them what kind of female you might be. 
Now, let me ask you this. I remember a situation where you had uh, in the kitchen with a young man who was a cook. And actually, listeners, this was not even the topic of our conversation today. We're just kind of going here now. But you had a you had a situation with a young man who was a cook in the kitchen. And then his mom was brought into play because I think he ended up being fired or something that day. But what was what was the um, situation? He was playing way too much. I'm sorry. That's another thing. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, How old am I? He had to be at the time. I think this happened either. I think like it happened early last year. Um, I'm pretty sure he was like 25. He was between 25 and 28. Like he was in between there. Oh Lord. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And like I said, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying all that in back of chips, but if you're gonna hit on me or whatever, uh, be a man about it. You know, like we're not in elementary school. And I think that's another thing too. These guys have this mindset still of, oh, tag you're it, you know. Um like of this childishness, like this childish game, being cute is going to attract them or attract, you know, women. I'm like, no, dude, sorry. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, so with that, with that happening, with that situation, um, that day, so again, remember, I said I want to go. And how it's set up is there's, you have the fry side, um, the side that does like the burgers and then like your broil where all your steaks and stuff are and he is on the fry side and so that's also my area and certain things we both use i use on to go and they use on um the line and so it'll be stuff like little ramekins um ramekins are the if you want some sauce or something to go they'll put in this small little cup for you to take with you so I normally stock up. I have enough for me throughout the day, and then I also have enough for the cooks. It is not my job to go get um, these ramekins for the cooks. Mind you, I am close to where the dining room is, and the cooks are actually closer. Like it's All they have to do is walk around a corner, and those ramekins will be right there, you know? Mm-hmm. So instead of this guy going around to get the ramekins himself, he kept asking me for them. And I'm like, no, because then I have to literally, I have to walk all the way around and stop what I'm doing with these customers to do that when you're not even doing it, you know, for the sake of me, for my customers, for the people that I'm dealing with. It's for you which was one, completely selfish. That's one thing that was already, you know, setting me off. I'm just like, you are being lazy and selfish. Your stuff is right there. It's right there, you know? And so he just kept bothering me, asking me to use it. And I'm like, no. And so I moved them because he kept trying to get them himself. So I moved them to where he couldn't access them. Here's the next thing. Instead of him walking around the corner where all of them are, he walks to the front where I am. Now, if that is not an issue right there already, 
I don't understand. And again, remember I said, you know, how guys, they think things are funny. They think they're, you know, oh, <laughs> you know, like you were playing, you know, this is 3K. I'm going to bother you and aggravate you because I think you like it. No, <laughs> I do not. And I, you know, I constantly was like, please stop, stop, go get your own stuff. Because when I'm at work, it's already stressful. And you, instead of you going to get some for me, hey, do you need some? Do you need some of these? Do you need me to get anything while I'm back there for you? Oh, thanks, hon. But no, oh, hey, give me some of that. And, you know, that's interrupting me doing what I need to do at work. We are at work. We are not at the playground. And so I had to, you know, basically just say, stop, please. You know, I'm over here like, stop. Stop, stop, stop. And I was letting my manager know, like, he's bothering me. He's really aggravating me. And first I want to say at the end of this, Another young man, um, before I get to the actual situation, another young man was like, oh, I think he just thought you were playing. I'm sorry. I, I wasn't. <laughs> I don't know how you would have thought that when I was dead serious. Mm. But anyway, so later on, you know, things keep happening. And when I'm at work, like I said, it's already stressful. I like to clean up, keep areas clean. Like, you know, I have my area and then the cook is, the other cook is right in front of me. Um, and so he's wiping down stuff and he's wiping all his crumbs and food onto my area. Now, moms, <laughs> moms, sisters, aunties, uncles, everybody, if you have just cleaned something up, if you have just cleaned something up and somebody comes and throws deliberately comes and you know he made it see, oh I'm sorry, I no. Now I know how your room looks. First of all, <laughs> I bet you're doing that. I know what your house looks like, what your room looks like by this. Instead of you know cleaning it into a trash can, you're just gonna oh let me just dust it off, just make sure my area is clean. Is that how you do your butt as well? Your drawers probably look like this area, you know, and that's honestly like when I, when I meet guys like that, I'm just like, you're probably nasty. And so after that whole thing, we did that. I'm just like, I, I snapped, I was upset and I took all the dirt, all the stuff that he wiped off and I put it back on that area, on his little area. And some of the stuff had like sauce on it and he picked it up and threw it into my eyes. Threw it into my eyes or, and I had literally like the sauce and it was burning. I had it in my eyes and I was mad. Like if I could open my eyes, I'm sure they were red. <laughs> if, I mean, not from the sauce. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they were red, but they would have been red as in me being mad. And so I was, I was upset. And I was getting ready to march my behind, behind the line. And I was, I was, I'm not going to lie. I was ready to fight because you are a grown man throwing stuff at the workplace. At that, I'm. At this point, so you could feel it like this young man is completely immature 
His yes. mother has not raised him properly. Where is the father to teach you the manners that you need in order to just one be serious and have some kind of work ethic right. to learn how to treat women yeah and you know what and it's not even just that that's that is actually where i'm going and it's not even just that because before all that like i said how they're lazy like your job is to clean up you know it's your job is to you know do your job and then make sure your area is clean and ready for the next person i always hear the complaints about why didn't they do this why didn't they oh i gotta go it's it's three o'clock I gotta go do this. Well, then, if you knew that you had to be gone at that time, why not have started earlier getting your stuff done? You know, it's stuff like that. Like, you're gonna complain when someone asks you to do your job. And I work with women and men, but the people who cry the most are the men. I've had a couple of instances. Um, with um, men, older men, one man was like, he was like 40, 40 something years old. We were going back and forth. And I, I didn't understand it. I'm like, I'm, I'm still young, you know, but I don't, I don't understand why you're whining like you're 10. And the thing is, the, we, we talk about you, men, Guys, sir, gentlemen out there, but excuse me, we talk about you because it's 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 crazy and it, it is pathetic and it's embarrassing. You know, as much as you want to go back and forth and prove a point, you start whining and get up. Look, I I've gotten worked up talking about this. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm going to work tomorrow, having to deal with this situation. <laughs> But I mean, it's crazy because it's literally guys that you have to tell over and over again. It's guys that were going back and forth with the manager because she said, and I've, I've had to listen to my the manager say over and over again, I am the boss. Of, and that's, it's honestly true. Stop going back and forth with me. Like, just stop. Just stop talking. And that's really all you have to do. I know guys are like, oh, girls got these bad attitudes. Y'all attitudes stink and you don't like to work. And I know that sounds bad and it sounds like I'm generalizing, but that's the kind of stuff right there. I'm like, oh God, please don't. If I have a son, don't let him come out like this. I don't, I can't handle it. I can't. So how would you prevent? So let's go back to your nephew. Wait, first, let me. I'm sure let there were some scars there. <laughs> oh gosh yes but first let me finish because i wanted to bring up um you know that mom i wanted to bring up the um the mom in the situation um of everything so basically at the end my manager was in that in the um kitchen she was in the kitchen and she is the only reason i didn't i, I wasn't you know i wasn't going back and forth with the guy because she said stop Candace, stop. I can fire him right now. But if you do anything, I'm going to have to fire you too. Mm. And so, I was like, <laughs> so I stopped. And he did get fired that day. But that's because he had already had so many chances. And that's the thing too. 
like a lot of the guys that were there they had left quit walked out and they had gotten those second third chances and I'm like how are you still making the same mistakes anyway I was really frustrated everything I stepped outside to take a moment and I come around the corner I didn't even recognize I didn't know who had pulled up but a car had pulled up next to me and I it was like this lady and she was like something 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 I'm assuming the boy the guy was in the back of the car it was like that's the girl right there mom who you know and I can really just hear it like that that's the girl right there mom who got me fired or who did this uh oh your your sound is out lady pulls up next to me and like um hey something did you get fired too oh no I'm sorry I'm in a bad area hold on oh no we can hear you oh okay I'm sorry <laughs> um anyway so you know she comes up and she asks me did you get fired she asked me something else but she was like did you get fired too and I was like no and then she was like oh okay don't worry about that I'm gonna fix that trust me you you'll be you won't be working tomorrow or you won't have a job tomorrow and it was I, all I could say was okay and I, I really was confused until I looked in the back seat and I see him just smiling like a little demon I don't know if you've ever seen the movie the Omen. sorry he sicked his mama on you yeah but the thing is he is a grown man he is not 19 he wasn't even 20 21 he was almost 28, and I'm pretty sure of it, if not already. So the fact that your mom came and drove her car up next to me to say that. Uh-oh, that's cool. The sound is a little bad. I think you might be going through a bad area. I confused if you felt like i need to be fired you need to be those complaints you I, I just i really i don't i don't get it i don't get it yeah hello but that's yeah your sound kind of your the uh sound was kind of bad right there. Dr. Leslie? Yes, I hear you clear now. Sorry about that. Um, it's happening now. Okay, I'm just going to say a few things. We're going to go ahead and close it out because I think you're going through a bad uh, but Yeah. So, well, let me just go ahead. Anyway. I'm going to sum up what you said and just add uh, a little that commentary. Okay. Candace, I'm going to just stop your part okay. because it's, it's, we can't hear you. It's robotic, a robotic sound. I think it's the area that you're going through. So in short, moms, the things that Candace has said on today She's basically talking about the immature young men that she has worked with in the past. And they were old enough to really 
know better. And then the one situation where she had an altercation with a young man who was a cook at her job site, uh, the young man just, he didn't know when to stop. Uh, and he had plenty of chances, not just that day, but days before to where many of the people that worked at Applebee's at that particular one felt like this young man should have been fired a long time ago. But because of the severity of how she responded uh, and she was a good worker. So they had to make a decision because she was feeling like it's either gonna be me or him. And when she heeded to what the manager said in terms of, if you do something, I'm gonna have to fire both of you. So that's when she backed down. But the disbelief part was when the young man got off his job, they were assuming that she got fired too. And his mom rolled up coming to protect her son as so many mothers do to protect her son and saying, oh, don't worry, don't worry, you're going to be fired tomorrow. And so the thing is, as moms, I wanna take that as a lesson based off of my experience. There has to be a place, even if your son was right, let's just say he was right. There's a place where you just have to, uh, as a mother, use it as a teachable moment. You can't go in rescuing your son over nurturing your son from every situation. He's got to learn how to hurt. He's got to learn how to dig himself out. The more you save him from different situations, the more you're going to be saving him. And the less he is going to work, the less he is going to do, and the less he's going to expect, uh, the, the more he's going to expect you to do. So as mothers, we've got to allow our sons to endure the consequences, just like they have to endure the rewards. If we want them to receive the rewards, something great, they've got to re receive the consequences of something bad if that is uh, the consequence that they receive based on something that they did. And it's not your job. You know, when I, I did one podcast where I had done some research on the millennials and the millennials, we're talking 25 and, and, and 30, where their parents are still calling and, and checking, you know, in college, wondering why they received this seat. No, mama, <laughs> no, they let them call to check about that seat that they received. Let them call their professor to find out what, you know, you have to start using those opportunities, but it starts when they're still at home with you. And if they are still at home with you as a college student, when they say, mom, can you do this? Mom, can you do that? But guess what? They're going to be somebody's husband. And instead of you doing it, they're going to have their wife doing it. And I'm going to tell you at a certain point, that wife is going to start looking at you cross-eyed. Why? Because her husband or her boyfriend, they may not even make it to the altar if she's wise enough, early enough, and, 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 and is not doing things to, to, to tangle with her emotions and get, you know, get her caught up. 
if she keeps her emotions out of it and is able to see clear, she's going to say, boy, bye to your son. <laughs> boy, bye. Uh, I think um, TLC had a song called Scrub. <laughs> and so... Um, I don't want a scrub. A scrub was a boy can't get no love from me. Hanging in the passenger side of his best friend's ride. Trying to holler at me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that song. And that song has a lot of meaning. A lot oh. of meaning. Even today, that song can be a mantra for today. Yes, Dr. Uh, Leslie, yes. yes. For Dr. Leslie Inspires. You know what? Hmm. <laughs> uh, because that's what we're dealing with. When mothers over nurture their sons, you end up having a scrub. And, you know, sometimes now I will tell you, and I did a podcast on this uh, because I saw this way back in elementary school. A, a, a lot of the girls, the smartest girls in the class, how about she was attracted to the least smartest guy the least the, the guy who just caused trouble why is she like this already why because we're nurturers by nature and so her job was to rescue that young boy from all of his f's all of his woes and so she's going to take that behavior on up through middle school through high school through adulthood unless somebody schools her to help her understand don't do it. Don't do it. And so there's a place for every man. There's a place for every young man. But my job is to educate mothers on the role that they are playing in creating this scrub. Let's just, let's just say that for the sake of the podcast. Okay. Um, and so we, we want to create men, hold men. You know, there's only so much that we as mothers can do when there's not a man around. But there's some things that you should not do that can still create a decent human being. Okay. So, Candace, are, is your sound, are you going through a better area? I do not believe so. And Dr. Leslie, I just want to say, whenever I talk to you about things like this, it starts a fire in me. And I literally talk forever. And I have so many different experiences. Um, and I just, I, we have to do this again because you are so right. <laughs> and it's not until you say something and I'm like, oh yeah. So I actually have an example of what you said about, you know, the young women, you know, attracted to those kind of guys. Because like you said, by, by nature, we're, we're nurturers. We're trying to, we think, oh, I can fix you. Yep. I can I have a couple of situations like that actually. We I think we um, <laughs> Yeah, that just it was I I enjoy listening to your podcast. I I've enjoyed being on it. And I just want to say thank you so much for doing this for those moms. And I mean, as you said it earlier, I'm an auntie mama, but I do have a boyfriend. <laughs> I do have a boyfriend who is somebody else who has a mom, you know, I've had another boyfriend who has a mom and even though I'm not listening to your podcasts, 
in regards to having a kid, I listen to it and I listen to what you say about moms and their sons. And I look at the guys that I'm around, you know, I'm lucky and blessed for the one that I have now, <laughs> but I wasn't so lucky before. And so I think that moms all over the world need to hear this and heed your warnings because there are a lot of scrubs. There are a lot of scrubs and we need them to turn into, uh, uh, we, need a, we, we need them to glow up. That's something I guess in We need them terms. to glow up. That's, you know what, we're yes. talking about that. We, we're going to think about the the guys <laughs> who are the opposite of scrub let's just we'll think about that for the next podcast how about that and we're gonna think all oh. right <laughs> but they said scrub also known as a buster but we mm-hmm. it, so we gotta you know maybe he's a buster i don't, I don't know i don't know what he is but <laughs> we'll think about that and come back to it on the next podcast candace it has been wonderful to hear your stories on today because this situation does not just affect you mom it's not it's affecting the sister and we're going to have a conversation about that it's affecting auntie because she might end up having to take care of your son one at one point you know we're talking about his girlfriend we're talking about his wife we're talking about on the job come on now the, the what you create does not just impact or affect you. It's affecting anybody and everybody that scrub that, that young man touches, okay, <laughs> or comes in contact with. So we want to stop creating scrubs and we're looking for the other name that we're trying to create for this young man, but we're trying to help you to do this so that we can have a better world and your son can have a better life and a a better life for his children that he's going to have one day okay and so candace thank you so much for your insight we will have you back on again and we'll get to that other mama auntie part but i think this was a good place to start so we're going to go ahead and close out in prayer oh we want to make sure that you join us you can visit our website at www drlesleyinspires.com. You can also visit visit us on uh, our Instagram page, Dr. Leslie Inspires. Um, We also have, um, you can give us a call for one of our breakthrough sessions and you can find the calendar for that uh, on the website. So we're just excited. Oh, make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star review and let us know what you thought about the podcast. Thank you so much. We're going to close out in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you so much for our guest today, Miss Candace, for giving her wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, her insight. And we pray that something was said to give a woman some insight on what she can do to improve her relationship with her son so that she can get her peace and her happiness and her joy back. So we thank you, O God, and we will be so careful to give you all the praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. 
Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Dr. Leslie Inspires. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Also, for more content and resources, please be sure to visit our website, www.drlesslieinspires.com. We'll see you in the next episode.